0: And uh, please, you go back to the same parents you came in the place with. Don't leave with anybody else. want to make sure we got the right people together, right? All right. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. It's uh, awesome to be with you uh, tonight. It's always great on Sunday morning, but, uh, you know, these special worship times are great for us. Just to pull away from the world and to uh, just uh, take that breath and remember some of the more important things, if not the most important thing uh, in, in the world, right? I mean... Things get uh, get kind of busy around Christmas time, and uh, good for us to just pause and, uh, well, like the screen says, unwrap uh, Christmas here. And uh, I suspect that many of you in the house are going to do some unwrapping over the next few days. Anybody plan on doing some unwrapping of presents? Geez, there's some who aren't. I'm amazed. Yeah, come on, you are. Deep down, you're hoping for that thing, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Well, we'll do some unwrapping. I, you know what? I guess our hope here at Christ Church is tonight, that as we're together, um, you'll you'll be able to unwrap Christmas. Uh, Not not the presents, not all the stuff that we've made Christmas into, but you just unwrap the simple, incredible, overwhelming truth uh, of Christmas. Uh, Because that's what we need to remember. We need to remember what, what is it all about, right? So to help you kind of remember, why don't you watch the screens for a minute, and we'll hear one of our contemporary philosophers tell us the story and remind us. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Amen, huh? Isn't it great to have it that simple? I mean, simple enough that um, shepherds could understand it. That's uh, what the Gospel of Luke uh, tells us. The Gospel of Luke, as he's telling the Christmas story, tells us that uh, when when God did this incredible thing of of coming to be one of us and take on flesh, as, as incredible and complex and amazing as that is, he gives the simple message. To a group of shepherds. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm really happy about that, because quite frankly, that's setting the bar pretty low, right? I mean, shepherds. Shepherds were not uh, the highest of, of folks in their culture, right? I mean, there was a time in Israel when being a shepherd was a was a pretty respectable kind of gig, right? It was well, you go to people like Moses, people like David. I mean, shepherds, good, wonderful. But by the first century. Uh, shepherds, well, shepherds were basically the outcast and, and the lowest rung on the ladder of uh, social climbing, right? They, they were at the bottom uh, of the bearable barrel. It was, it was so bad for shepherds that when, uh, when the rabbis put together the Talmud, the collection of kind of rabbinic advice, right? Uh, the rabbis said, give no aid to heathens or to shepherds. That shows you where shepherds were, right next to heathens, okay? Uh, So they're they're not really trustworthy folks. In fact, shepherds were not allowed to even testify uh, in court because nobody trusted uh, anything that they said. Shepherds were the lowest rung, okay? Isn't that great? God would come and have the sky open up and have angels appear and give this incredible message so simply. To even shepherds. I don't know about you, but that gives me hope. That gives me hope because there's no, you know, high bar set in terms of receiving this incredible, simple truth. And it shouldn't surprise us because when, when this baby Jesus grew up, when when he grew up and he said, look, this is why I've come and, and this is who I'm here for, you can see it in Matthew uh, Matthew 9. He says, those who are healthy don't need a doctor. Sick people do. Go and learn what it means. I want mercy and not sacrifice. Here it is. I have not come to get those who think they are right with God to follow me. I have come to get sinners to follow me. That's what he came for. That's what he came for. He came for, for all of us folks who feel like shepherds. He, he came for all of us folks that look at our lives and, and just are on enough, to, honest enough to recognize that, you know what, We just don't measure up. There's times we just don't do life right, when we just fail, when we just get life wrong in terms of what God would dream for us, what God would desire for us. And there's times when when our lives are just, just like shepherds. And that's exactly what tonight is for. That's exactly why Jesus came into the world. The Apostle Paul just reminds us of that as he wrote to the Corinthians. And, and he reminds us it's not about what the world's standards are. It's about this simple, incredible message that God came for us who don't measure up. He, he says it this way in 1 Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when God chose you. Not, not many of you were considered wise by human standards. Not many of you were powerful Not many of you belong to important families, but God chose the foolish things of this world to shame the wise. He chose the weak things of this world to shame the strong. God chose the things of this world that are common and looked down on. He chose what is not considered to be important to do away with what is considered to be important so no one can brag to God. Because of what God has done you belong to Christ Jesus. He has become God's wisdom for us. He makes us right with God. He makes us holy and sets us free. That's the incredible simple message, isn't it, of tonight? That Jesus came into the world for even us. I mean, you you may sit there tonight and just feel like a shepherd as you look at your life. You You may... just look at your life and have that kind of shepherd smell on you where you just say, you know, I mean, shepherd smelled, you know, by the way, showers were not a regular experience for a shepherd. And uh, you may think, man, my life stinks. But that's why Jesus came into the world. And that's what the angels told the shepherds. That's the simple truth that they just wanted to get through to these shepherds. If you look at what they told the shepherds, is the angel comes and he appears to them... And the glory of the Lord, of course, is shown around them. He's an angel, after all. And, of course, they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy, and it's for all people. All people. Shepherds and everybody else. I mean, it's, it's, this is a news for all people. And what is it? It is the gift, the incredible gift, that we have a Savior. We've got somebody who, who can save our lives. The angel said today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Now, look what's so neat about the comparison of those two verses. Now, we just read the angel saying, listen, great joy, mega good news for you, That it, and this news is for all people. Remember we just read that? This is for all people. But look when he starts talking about unwrapping the gift of what this is and saying, And here's the mega good gift. You have a Savior. It just went from all people to you. Right to you. Shepherd or whoever you feel like you are. This is what tonight is about. It's unwrapping just the simple, incredible good news that angels would speak to us personally and say, your life can be different. That there's somebody now who can save your life. If your life's not going in a good direction, there's somebody who can save your life. If your marriage is not headed in a good direction, there's somebody who can save your marriage. If your work life and your professional life is just tanking, it, there's somebody who can save your life. We have a Savior. That's what tonight is. We have a Savior who has come into this world to be part of our life. Not a distant God, but an intimate God who chooses to be right here and one of us if you just unwrap the gift. Now, I know as we share that, you know, I know the house is full of different kinds of folks, and, and uh, some of you are already believers, and all of, others of you are skeptical about it, and you're like, ah, you know, I hear this kind of every Christmas, and, and I just don't know about it. Well, here's the, here's the deal for you skeptics out there the angels anticipated this. The angels expected the shepherds would have some doubt. And so if you look at the message the shepherds give, after they tell them, the shepherds say, now look, here's how you're going to know I'm telling you the truth. So if you're questioning this, this is how you know I'm telling you the truth. You're going to find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a manger. And just for emphasis, just to try to dispel the doubt before they leave, God puts an exclamation point in the sky and the whole sky fills up with angels. Not just one or two. The whole sky fills up with a heavenly host and it says suddenly there's a large group of angels from heaven and they were praising God and they said, may glory be given to God in the highest heaven and may peace be given to those uh, in whom he's pleased here on earth. It's like this emphasis. It says, Listen, shepherds, you may doubt this, but let me just fill the sky with angels so you get it. And of course the shepherds respond, even though there may have been some doubt, they respond and and at least say, listen, I'm at least going to take the the step. Let's go find out. Let's check it out. Let's go find out if it's actually true. And and that's the invitation that I want to give you tonight. If you're out there and and this is just another Christmas for you to get together with family and, and get together with friends and unwrap those presents we talked about, you know what, just take the risk. Take the risk this Christmas of just letting it be about Jesus, of unwrapping this good news that angels would bring, and just take the risk and give Jesus a chance in your life. Just, just unwrap the simple truth and receive the simple truth and, and just give Jesus a foothold. Give, give him a chance in your life and see if it doesn't make all the difference in your life. It's kind of exciting for me right now around Christ Church because I get I get emails and I get folks stopping me on Sunday morning and and, uh, and they, they tell me listen Pastor I got to tell you I I just never I never knew life could be so good until I, I came to Christ Church and I just really got serious about following Christ and and my life is just so much better and it's taking on a, a direction I never thought possible. That, that's what happens when, when you just give him that chance. He can elevate your life and accomplish things that you can't imagine. When they went and they found Jesus and Mary and Joseph and the baby and they found him lying in the manger and it was exactly, the scripture says, the way the angels had told them. See, you may have that doubt, but if you just give him a chance, he will prove to you, he'll prove to you that he is here to be in your life. Now, for some of you tonight, you're sitting here and you're saying, Pastor, man, you're preaching to the choir because I'm already there, right? I'm, I'm all the way a follower. I've been a follower a long time. This is another Christmas. I'm rejoicing in the Lord. Just want to sing with the angels. It's all good. Fantastic. That's great. But here's the word for you. Here's what you need to do. You need to become a re-gifter. I mean, not that you've ever done that, right? I mean, certainly nobody in the house here has been a re-gifter, right? But, I mean, I know that happens, but, right? But when it comes to this, when it comes to this simple truth, Jesus coming into the world, you, you just need to be a re-gifter. And that's exactly what happened to these shepherds. They go, they find it just the way it was told them, and, and then what happens in their life? All of a sudden, shepherds who are nobody in the world, remember, who are the lowest of the low... Who are not trusted even in court. The shepherds are now out there telling everybody what they heard, what they saw, and what God had told them through the angels. They, they, they received that gift and, and they just had to re-gift it. They had to re-gift it. They, they just had to get it out there beyond themselves. They had to, to give it away. And that's the way it works. I mean, after the shepherds had seen him, they told everyone, they reported what the angel had said about the child and all who were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Some of us in this Christmas need to receive and unwrap the gift of saying, I am going to be a re-gifter this Christmas because I know I'm going to have some family members at my house and maybe they're sitting next to you right now that, that you just need to tell them the difference Jesus Christ has made in your life. You need to re-gift it. And you just need to tell them the difference that he's made uh, in your life, just like these shepherds. And if you do this, if you just give Jesus a chance, and if you just start sharing that word, you'll see how your life is going to change every single day. Now, now we've been in a series called uh, Unwrap, and we've been looking at all the gifts, right, that were brought to the manger, right? We looked at the gifts of the wise men, the gold, the frankincense, the myrrh. Just yesterday, Sunday, we looked at the gift of the major and the circumstances there. Here is the final gift. So, if you've been following with me on, on the series, here is the last gift in the series. Now, what's interesting about this last gift, it is a gift that the shepherds give. Now, what's interesting is they don't give it at the manger. And there's the challenge. There's the challenge. If you look at the text, it says, The shepherds returned. The shepherds returned? What does that mean? Well, they went back to, the, to taking care of the sheep, right? They, they returned. They went back to taking care of the sheep. They went back to doing what they do. After all, they are shepherds. Yeah, and what do shepherds do? They take care of sheep. So when, when the whole thing was over and the angels were gone and, and all everything was exciting, was all kind of mellowed down, they went back to everyday life. Guess what's going to happen to you? I mean, it's going to be a few days here where it's going to be family, friends, and parties, and excitement, and all kinds of good stuff. But guess what happens when all that's done? You get to go back to, yeah, whatever it is, shepherd. Right? Whatever your shepherding is, it's waiting for you just a day or two away. Here's the difference. These shepherds went back, and they gave a gift. It's in the text. They gave glory to and praise to God not at the manger but back in their everyday life from that point on those shepherds their life was about someone else their life was changed they had unwrapped the simple truth and the simple gift and when they unwrapped it their life got going in a different direction and when they were back in their regular life when they were back just being good old shepherds out there watching the sheep they did it with a whole different attitude because their life was now about bringing glory and praise to God. Their life was not the same. You see, if you unwrap the simple gift of tonight, if you unwrap that truth tonight, if if you start re-gifting that truth, you're going to find that your every day becomes absolutely different because your every day is no longer about you. It's not about you. Your every day is about the opportunity to bring glory and praise to God in who you are in what you do. That is the simple gift. That is the incredible gift of just unwrapping the everyday. Let me just uh, end it with this way to try to, to give you the invitation. Uh, the the biggest river uh, in the world is the Amazon River, right? So this is stuff you can, when you're playing trivia over Christmas with family, you'll win with this one, okay? The, the Amazon River is the biggest river in the world. The, the water flow of the Amazon River is is so big, it's equal to the total water flow of the uh, Yangtze River, the Mississippi River, and the Nile all combined, okay? The, the mouth of the Amazon River is 90 miles wide. Big river? Yeah, big honkin' river, okay? This river has so much water flowing out of it, out into the Atlantic Ocean, that the impact and the water flow from the An- Amazon River fresh water flows 200 miles out into the Atlantic. Awesome? Now here's what's amazing. Before we had all these fancy boats and power boats and steamboats and all this stuff, there was a time when boats just went by wind. Remember the sails? They just went by wind. The catastrophe was that there were times where the sailors would be in a calm and their boat would be 100 miles or 150 miles out away from the mouth of, of the Amazon River. And and they'd be out there, and they wouldn't know the turf. They wouldn't know the area. They'd be out there, and they would be dying for lack of water. The local guys who knew the turf, they, they may come out there because see the boat stranded, and, and they'd, they'd hear the, the sailors on the boat, and the, the sailors would say, Man, can you spare some water? We're dying because we don't have any fresh water. And, of course, the locals would say, Let down your buckets. There's fresh water right there. Christmas is an incredible opportunity to remind ourselves of the simple truth to just receive Jesus Christ. That's it. Just receive Jesus Christ and let him be at the center of our life. Let down your buckets, unwrap the simple gift, and let it be about Jesus coming into your life. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for making it so simple that that we can just receive it tonight and understand it and uh, even be able to re-gift it and have our lives changed so that we can have a life that is about glory and praise. Father, thank you for the precious, incredible gift, the indescribable gift of your Son, Jesus Christ. Come into this world and even more willing to come into our lives, into every single day and every moment. Father, we know there's things in our past that we look at and don't feel like we measure up, things that have happened in our past that we just don't understand and we're even tempted to blame you for them. But, Father, tonight we want to let go of all of that. We just want to let go and unwrap the simple gift and let Jesus once again be at the center of our lives. We pray this in his precious name. Amen.